0: Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America on 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of in Nebraska. Jake Bakoven. I think we had our best week of practice ever again. So if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now.
2: Taking the Halloween music uh, today, just a couple of days away from Mock's favorite holiday. That's right. Uh, But he's already dressed up today. He's in the skeleton.
1: Halloween weekend started for me last night. I went out to Vala's uh, pumpkin patch, and uh, after that, I'm such a high, I just can't come down.
2: Uh, do they actually has? They have the maze at Valas, like they do at some other places. I think I they do. I didn't get to the maze. They had like over fifty attractions, I believe. I don't yeah. want to misquote them, but they have a lot of attractions there. So uh, we well, didn't do all of
1: them. Didn't get to the maze, uh, yeah. but had a lot of fun. There, there are
2: places where you can go and just do the maze, and then you can go to Valas where you can just do everything. Yeah, I mean, that that is like a town.
1: Yeah, it really is. I haven't been there yet, as, which is pretty yeah. surprising. You know how much I like Halloween and uh, you know how, how long it's been open. I'll definitely go again.
2: That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, y- you definitely should because uh, Halloween is your favorite holiday. Yeah. So Did you ever watch uh, Ernest? You know Ernest. Uh, Ernest goes to camp. Those yeah. movies. This yeah.
1: one's Ernest Scared Stupid. That's that's why this <laughs> one is. This is a Halloween theme movie. <laughs> he died where, years where ago, where right? He he's yeah. still dead. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, he's still, still dead. I'm
2: pretty sure he's still unfortunately because
1: I always like to. Uh, his, him and his uh his dog you know, rimshot.
2: Who's the guy that he always called Vern? That's his name, isn't it? Or is it rimshot? Rimshot's his dog, uh, but he always booger says, lips was the troll that he, he had always to fight. said. He always calls everybody Vern. Hey, you know what I mean, Vern? Oh, he did do that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, I don't well, know why he did. that. I don't know why he did. He'd that. He'd always do his different characters yeah, too. Yeah. He was, that was a, yeah. it was entertaining. Um. Uh, Last night there was football, and because that's all people have been talking about all week long is, man, you don't have Devontae Adams, you don't have Alan Lazard, you don't have anything. How is Aaron Rodgers going to win this game? And I knew this would happen, that he'd win the game despite throwing for only 185 yards and a couple of TDs, and we're going to say he's the best player ever. It drives (laughs) me crazy. Um, They ran the ball. That's the reason they were able to win the game. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers gets all this credit, uh, despite <laughs> despite the fact that he was on the one-inch line and unable to punch it in. Kyler, <laughs> Kyler Murray gets the ball back, drives like 90 yards, and throws an interception that wasn't his fault. It was A.J. Green uh, that didn't turn around. They should have at least had a field goal to tie the thing and go to overtime. But Aaron Rodgers, because every his defense plays great and they're able to run the ball, is the best player ever again. Um, remember that? <laughs> remember he's MVP again. Look at this. Tommy's pretty good. You have to give him
1: credit. He's he's seven and one. He doesn't uh, have all the weapons in the world. And reigning MVP. I just, uh, if
2: I just don't like. Have <laughs> I mentioned I don't like Aaron Rodgers? I think so. Um, You're not alone. I I'm just impressed with what they did again. Uh, he's he's just full of uh, the guy that hated Green Bay just like three months ago. Despised that place. Now loves this place. The 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 Packers. And talks about what a joy it is to play with this team and how much fun it was to be in that locker room. And you've got to enjoy these moments. And where was that guy three months ago? <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't like him in the match when he played with Brady. I thought he was a little bit arrogant with him and Deshambeau. And I think it was Mickelson and Brady playing in that. I just thought there was a lot of arrogance there. And I'm not a big fan. But, yeah. but most of it, 95% of it, has to do with the fact that he's a Packer.
1: Yeah, I think that's most of it. He also complains quite a bit about the calls. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, he was complaining as he was getting brought down <laughs> last yeah. night, even. But, man, I just, you know, the, the Cardinals haven't gone this yeah. far, and they should have won that game. Yeah. Uh, they had they had a couple calls go their way, admittedly, yeah. in the comeback in the fourth quarter. But A.J. Green, just one of the best receivers of yeah. of, the, of his generation, just didn't even know the play call. That's he was blocking.
2: Inexplicable. Kyler uh, Murray's the real deal. He's really good. Yeah. Um, Cliff Kingsbury said that DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins checked himself into the game a few times during the game last night against Green Bay. Like they they were holding him out because he has a hamstring issue. Uh but DeAndre would just go in there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just he was just checking himself in, I would you, I, I wonder wow. how often that happens. That's which, star player power. Yeah, isn't that's it? that's right. I mean, you're not going to tell Aaron Rodgers not to go in. I, I get that. Uh but DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, you'd think you'd be able to control your wide receiver. Uh, but, you know, he's DeAndre Hopkins, maybe one of the top five receivers in uh, the NFL. Let's get to our picks of density. It is that time. I'm very excited. It's time now for the picks of density. Because it's the pick, a
0: distance. Wait, it says density on here. I'm
2: your density.
0: Oh, I get it, because your picks carry a lot of weight, right? That's some heavy s***,
2: man. All right, let's roll with it. <clears throat> the Picks of Density. Uh, so far in the season, I lead Bach 31-27.
1: You're uh, thirty one. and 27. I, I'm
2: thirty one and twenty seven, and he is uh, thirty four and 30. 24, 24 and 34. 34. Okay, yeah, you lead Our me by three, seven games. I need, I a need to big read your one. writing up. Uh, it's kind of small, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yes, I lead currently on the season. Although you have a better chance to get the Husker record right, uh, and it's we're only halfway. A little farther than halfway through. Uh, let's get started. Uh, North Carolina at Notre Dame, six thirty, NBC. Notre Dame is a three and a half point favorite. They're nineteen and two in the series. North Carolina's got a good offense still, but their defense has had problems. They averaged 36 points a game and almost 500 yards of offense every week, and Sam Howell is still there. Uh, but they have struggled at 4-3, and three. so how do you see this one going?
1: Yeah, just one of the most disappointing seasons in football for the North Carolina Tar Heels. They They came in uh, number 10 or top 10 on the season, and they've dropped games to Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, and Florida State, That's those are not very good teams. Uh, maybe with the exception of Virginia Tech's okay, but even Fuente's on the hot seat. So uh, I, I don't see this turning out too well for North Carolina. Notre Dame has squeaked by a lot, um, but with them being at home
2: and only a three-half point spread, i got to go with the Irish. I do too. I'm going to go with the Irish and the three-and-a-half. Uh, Texas and Baylor. Texas uh, is a two-and-a-half point dog at Baylor this weekend, 11 a.m. game. On ABC, boy, Dave Aranda has done a really good job with that team. They're more of a power run game now. Uh, of course, he plays great defense. That's what they've always kind of done uh, when he was at Wisconsin, when he was at LSU. That's a good football team at six and one, taking on Texas, who's won or lost two in a row, uh, both to Oklahoma State and Oklahoma before that, I believe. Uh, so how do you see this one? Yeah, it's
1: kind of a grind for, for Texas. They they have, they, like you said, they just lost to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Now they have Baylor. Next week they have Iowa State. That's four opponents ranked uh, in a row, and they've already lost the two that were either at a neutral site or at home. So they got to go on the road for these next two. I like, uh, I, I think the point spread is pretty low, only two and a half. I like Baylor in this
2: one. I, I believe they're the real deal. I do too. Texas has collapsed in the fourth quarter been outscored in those two games 55 to 20 in the last four games actually they've been really bad in the fourth quarter so I'm taking Baylor as well Old Miss and Auburn Old Miss 10th in the country 6 and 1 versus 18th ranked Auburn Auburn actually is a two and a half point favorite in this one and they're five and two it's a seven o'clock game on ESPN what do you think well, and Auburn is the home team. One of my favorite uh,
1: quarterback battles of the year, Matt Corral, against Bo Nix. I think those are you know, two of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. Obviously, Matt Corral up there for the Heisman. Uh, and Bo is, Nix is just fun. I mean, he's kind of a, a magician yeah. t- at times there for Auburn. That being said, uh, as, as good as Auburn has looked in her first-year head coach, I like Lane Kiffin's offense. He takes the chances. Uh, I'd like them to go in there and Jordan-Hare and, and beat Auburn and the fact that uh, I get two and a half points on the other side of it makes me feel a little better.
2: I'm going to take Auburn in this one because of what you said. Bo Nix has been very good as of late. Played great against Arkansas last week in the win. 300 yards, couple of TDs. Uh, had that big play against LSU earlier this year. It feels like he's finding himself after being benched uh, once again and I just like Auburn at home. Uh, both teams have liabilities. Matt Corral really good uh, but I like uh, Auburn and the two and a half on that one. Uh, Michigan versus Michigan State should be a great game uh, in East Lansing. Of course, uh, you've got number what is it? Number six versus number eight here. Uh, 11 a.m. game on Fox. Yeah, and both of them kind of similar styles. I, I just I love this game. I
1: love it. it's a big noon. It's getting college game day. It's getting all the attention this week and deservedly so. Two undefeated teams in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, with the rivalry trophy on the line and Paul Bunyan there. Um, for some reason, it just seems like Michigan State has Jim Harbaugh's number. Uh, and so for that reason, I'm going with Sparty. Just a gut feeling. This is as close to a pick 'em for me as you can get.
2: I think it's what four, Michigan four and a half. Is yeah, it that, is. Uh, Michigan four and a half in this one. Uh, but I like Sparty as well. Uh, and I think I, I like Blake Corum. I like uh, Hassan Haskins. Good running game. They they run for 253 a game. Does Michigan fit in the country? But Michigan State does the same type of thing with Kenneth Walker, who's second in the country in rushing. They're very similar teams. I think Michigan State actually might have more playmakers with Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a very efficient quarterback in Peyton Thorne. I will be interested to see if J.J. McCarthy plays in this one, but I'm going to take Michigan State. 11 a.m. on Fox, and uh, they get some points. They get four and a half points there. Uh, Iowa versus Wisconsin. That is an 11 a.m. game on ESPN. Iowa, of course, 6-1 and one coming off that loss. They had a bye last week after the loss to Purdue. Wisconsin then hammered Purdue 30-13 to 13 last week. It's kind of tough to pick this one, but Wisconsin is a three and a half point favorite.
1: And, of course, it, it is in Camp Randall, and, and they're coming off a high. And if they do win this game against the Hawkeyes, I mean, they're, they're probably the best team in the Big Ten West, and it would certainly open up the Big Ten West. I don't know. They might have too many losses at this point, um, but, you know, Minnesota would probably be the favorite at that point. Uh, so, it, I mean, this is going to be a good one. I keep going back to this stat. Iowa is the leader in the conference in turnover margin. Wisconsin is the worst team in the— the conference in turnover margin. Probably the two best defenses in the league, so it'll be a low-scoring game, but
2: I'm leaning toward the Hawkeyes for the turnover reasons. I'm going to take Iowa as well, although Wisconsin's not allowing Graham Mertz to turn it over because they're not letting him throw it anymore. He threw eight times last week in that win over Purdue, Uh, but Iowa does have 21 takeaways. They just know how to do it, but Wisconsin... They're really good as well. They're the second overall defense in the entire country. They only allow 1.87 yards per carry. Very similar to Iowa, but they're a little better in that category than even Iowa. This is going to be a great game, but I just think Iowa, uh, just because I think Wisconsin will come back down to earth, and they're not very good offensively. Not that either team is, but I'm going to take Iowa in that one. 11 a.m. again. On ESPN, Texas uh, versus Baylor mentioned that uh, flip the page. Oh, on this side of the page, I've got Georgia at Florida. Uh, probably the most talked about game of the uh, the year so far. Georgia 7-0 and versus Florida 4-3. and Dan Mullen, there's some description that he is on the hot seat. Uh, you've heard that this week. Florida has to play two number one teams this year. They played Alabama when they were number one. Now they're playing Georgia when they're number one.
1: Boy, if Florida moves on from Dan Mullen too soon. They're they're really flipping coaches at, at a quick rate. Uh, I I still, still give him some time there. Uh, I expect a year like this here and there from Dan Mullen. But in any case, I, I do like Georgia here. Uh, their defense has been incredible. I don't know about the Jordan David Davis Heisman talk. Uh, he's their big number 99 in the yeah. middle, 6'6", 6, 6, forty. Definitely yeah. a, a, probably like a 10, 12, 15-year yeah. pro. Don't get me wrong. He's got the talent, but he doesn't have the stats. It's kind of a, yeah. you know, all of them are kind yeah. of uh, helping out make that defense the top. So I don't know about that talk. You've heard a little bit about that. But in the world's largest uh, cocktail party, I do uh, go with the dogs.
2: Yeah, I think there'll be a couple of cocktails being drank uh, <laughs> on Saturday. And 14
1: uh, points is a, is a lot, but I'll a, still stick with that's
2: it. That's a lot of points uh, in that one, as you mentioned. Um, Emory Jones, Anthony Richardson, so they've got to debate a quarterback at Florida. Also Stetson Bennett versus JT Daniels. Looks like Bennett. They're probably going to go with him. I haven't seen an announcement. Uh, But Georgia, their defense is so good. Uh, I like them and the points, uh, the way they're playing right now. Penn State and Ohio State, 6-30 game on ESPN. Ohio State, 18-and-a-half point favorite at 6-and-1 versus Penn State coming off the nine-overtime loss to illinois they're five and two yeah and, and you
1: probably got a matchup of maybe the best wide receivers in the country johan dotson of penn state certainly has a as an argument i should say the conference is hopefully what i said i don't know if i said country or conference anyway johan dotson and then against of course uh the the two lethal uh, threats out there at wide receiver for ohio state um but I don't think Jahan Dotson is going to be enough, even if he is the best out of Chris Olave yeah. and Garrett Wilson. Uh, they don't, don't have enough working on him. And James Franklin, just the way he's been at the uh, at a few different yeah. times to talk this week, sounds like he's ha- one foot out the yeah. door. Yeah. So I don't think he's necessarily – they've got his full attention. And if you don't have that against yeah. Ohio State, good luck. So I like Ohio State yeah. to blow the,
2: the doors off Penn State. I do week. too. 18 and a half, I'll take it. Ohio State's playing so well. They've got the two best wide receivers, probably both first-rounders in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. They say Clifford's 100% healthy for this game. doesn't really matter. Ohio State has gone four straight games with 52 or more points. They are scoring at a, at a clip that is just amazing. I think they're by far the best team in the Big Ten. And I'll take the 18 And a half, and I'll take the Buckeyes. Um, let's see. Moving on to the NFL, our final two picks here. Got the Bucks versus New Orleans, the Bucs' uh, four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans, And Jameis Winston's starting to figure things out a little bit, becoming more of a game manager. Brady, they've almost re- flip-flopped what they've been doing in the past. Brady is just airing it out. Um, their offense is absolutely dynamic. They average uh, 423 yards per game, uh, and they just score 30 points almost every single week. But this should be a fun game. In New Orleans, three twenty-five on Fox. Yeah, and it's a good thing New Orleans has
1: stepped up to challenge Tampa Bay in the NFC South because Atlanta and Carolina sure aren't, are sure aren't going to do it this year. Yeah. I don't think there's still enough for the Saints, so they've been a good story. but they've also lost um, some questionable games yeah. to the Panthers and the Giants. Uh, I think this is a, a case where where Tom Brady goes off again. Four and a half points is is not enough for me to lean toward the Saints, so I'll I'll pick the Bucks to cover.
2: I'm going to take uh, the Saints on a whim just because the the Bucks are coming off that thirty-eight-three to. Uh, win over Chicago maybe there's a down week uh, and we've got to pick some games that aren't always the same yeah uh Cowboys and the Vikings Cowboys five and one versus the Vikings three and three believe it or not the Vikings are two and a half point favorite in this Sunday night game on NBC mostly because they don't know if Zach is going to play he's got the calf strain uh he might play he may not play but Cousins has been playing really well as well for the Vikings Uh, coming off that game against uh, Carolina, 373, three TDs, and he hasn't thrown a lot of picks this year. Yeah, uh, I, I think the
1: Vikings are probably better than the record indicates. Obviously, n- almost knocked off the Cardinals a few weeks ago. Uh, the Cowboys are hot though. They they are six five and one five straight wins. I expect them to make it six. Uh, of course, the Dak Prescott injury is a little bit worrisome, uh, but I just like the Cowboys overall. Their offensive personnel probably the best in the league. Um, so I think that they'll uh, they'll
2: win outright. So I got to pick them even though the Vikings are favored. I'm probably jinxing my Vikings, but I'm going to take them. Uh, I'm going to take them. I probably should stay away from them because I'm starting to get excited. I mean, their losses are to really in mean, really close games. They should have beaten your freaking Cardinals. That's right. Uh, they miss a kick uh, from you know 35 yards, right, right, straight kick, right. Then they miss that. Also, missed an extra point in that game. Yeah, and they missed an extra point in that game. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati in a game they probably should have won, and they lost a 14 to seven game to Cleveland. Uh, The Vikings are better than three and three, but uh, they say you are what your record is. Not true in this case. Uh, (laughs) They're better than that. But uh, I'm going to pick the Vikings just because I'm starting to get optimistic, which is very, very dangerous for me.
1: All right, we have three games that we disagree on this um, week. Maybe we should put together, uh, uh, you know, we should go up to Council Bluffs and, and get our bets try. on the games let's, that we all agree on.
2: Yeah, let's gamble everything away this weekend. Let's, <laughs> I would love – have you done the Council Bluffs thing? Oh, yeah, I love doing it. Yeah. Going up there, it's, yeah. a, it's
1: a little fun. Get a parlay, get yeah. parlay in. The parlays are,
2: are great because you're thinking, man, I've hit two in a row, and it always gets up to three or four uh, or three usually for me, and then I yeah. – and then it, uh, it all goes haywire. I'm
1: always 2-1 and one and just lose the parlay. Yeah, three me teams. too.
2: Um, you know who never loses everything, anything ever in life? Uh, the perfect man. Uh, Evan Bland of the Omaha World-Herald is on the way. We'll talk some Husker football with Evan, and we'll do it next on Tom and Bach.
0: Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store. To stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are, this is Tom and Bach.